All right, national panel. No more dilly-dally. No more dawdling. Super Bowl preview with all the X factors and Y factors and Z factor that will separate Kansas City and San Fran. And a question I pose to you now. Whether a 6.03 a.m. fire alarm going off in your hotel is actually a disadvantage for the 49ers. <laughs> Let's go around the horn. It, it was actually Thursday morning, not even, not even. So it's four days before the game. What happened to The game seven minutes Where before their alarm clock was really going off. We'll get to that, I guess, in a second. I got about 10 questions here, rapid fire. Even if I hear one dawdle, it's mute time, all right? Question one, San Francisco is favored in this game. I will not spoil the picks from our panel, but I will say it's a wave of Kansas City forthcoming. So around the horn, question one on why it feels like the favorite is the underdog in this Super Bowl, and the underdog is the favorite. Tim Kalashoff, first thoughts to you. I'm glad you came to me, Tony. I am usually the expert among experts at picking lines. Not picking against lines, but just picking what the line is going to be. You're I have the conference that, yeah. championships nailed exactly. Uh, I thought Kansas City would be a one, one-and-a-half point favorite after the conference championship games. I don't know how you watch the Chiefs go to Buffalo and go to Baltimore and win the way they did, and the 49ers struggle against Green Bay and struggle mightily against Detroit and need some tremendous breaks in the second half to take care of that game and say, oh, San Francisco looks like the better team. In addition to the fact that the Chiefs beat them, different team, but same Chiefs quarterback and a lot of the same players four years ago in a Super Bowl, I just think the Chiefs should be the slight favorite. And I think a lot of people are betting on the Chiefs, but the line really hasn't moved. I believe it's still sitting at two and a half for, for, for the 49ers. Israel Gutierrez, who should be the favorite in the Super Bowl? Well, it should be the Chiefs based on the way they're playing currently. But I think where sort of the Niners fall into favor here with a lot of fans is you look at their best stretch of season and they looked like a better team than the Chiefs did for their best stretch of season. It just so happens the Chiefs are playing their best right now and, you know, against playoff opponents where it really, really matters. I also think, you know, the 49ers, when you look at their weapons, when you look at them on paper and you don't really factor in sort of the difference maker that Patrick Mahomes is, you say, wow, on paper, they look like they should win. Win. If the 49ers end up somehow blowing out the Chiefs, we're all going to look at each other and say, hey, yeah, the 49ers were really that good. Just look at what this sheet of paper says. Look at all these players. So, yeah, I think that's why. It's more of the full season versus the right Kevin now. Kevin Blackstone, who should be favorite? Well, I just returned from Vegas where I investigated this very you question, did, yes. and what I And yeah, you brought and what some I found of the young out. minds and the future of the industry along with you. I want to reward Absolutely, you to educate them. Thank you very much. And what I found out was that people reminded me that the 49ers are considered to have the best roster in the NFL. And half of that roster being on offense when you've got Kittle, when you've got Ayuk, when you've got a healthy Debo Samuel and, of course, Christian McCaffrey in the backfield and a performer like Brock, like, uh, Brock Purdy has been a quarterback since he's been a starter, then you kind of lean in their favor. And you don't look at the fact that they struggled uh, in their playoff games and came back. You look at the fact that, in fact, they did come back and they won. And so that's in their favor, and that's why they are favorite going into this and game. And Pablo Torre, who should be favorite? So first off, I'm not favoring Kevin Blackstone finds out. That is my thing. I don't like <laughs> no, Kevin No, we like Pablo Torre finds out? Okay, understood. How dare you? Yeah. What I have found out, Tone, <laughs> what I have found out is that picking a Super Bowl winner 
is one of those exercises where sometimes the person who pays very little attention winds up at a sophisticated answer. Because the whole story here is, do you believe in the great man theory of Patrick Mahomes? Mm -hmm. The idea that that guy alone is enough to outweigh that entire ledger of players that Israel mentioned, who happened to comprise, by the way, on the 49ers side, one of the three best offenses by the advanced metrics since the year 2000. And for me, I am, in fact, a great man theory guy when it comes to Patrick Mahomes specifically. So, yeah, an easy pick for me. I've been doing it all AFC championship run, basically. I will take Mahomes. People on this show still are trying to find ways to not pick Mahomes. Just pick Mahomes. Well, that's the perfect segue to question two. Thank you, Pablo. Mahomes versus Purdy. Everyone takes Mahomes, but you know it's not Mahomes versus Purdy. There are units involved, absolute units. So the number one unit and number one thing that will decide this game is Real Gutierrez around the one to you. I'm actually going to piggyback off the great man theory. I don't know how I didn't think of that first. But look, if you look at what Patrick Mahomes has done this postseason, 114 dropbacks, according to Pro Football Focus, has not one single turnover-worthy play and has only been sacked twice. When stakes are at their highest, he is doing his best to either stay in a clean pocket, find a way to escape the pocket, or find his weapons that we didn't think he had just three weeks ago. So if you can find a way to disrupt him, whether it be uh, with disguising coverages, whether it be just heavy, heavy blitzes and just forcing him to get rid of the ball soon, somehow find a way to make him not be this perfect quarterback that he's been in this postseason, that's the only way to beat him. Kevin Blackstone? Well, I think it'll be defense for Kansas City if, in fact, they're going to pull this out more so than the great man of Mahomes or the great man who he plays for in Andy Reid, who is seeking yet another, another ring. And that's because that's what's kept them around this year. They've lost all these games. That's what's pulled them through in the playoffs. It's actually been defense and given maybe Mahomes an extra opportunity. And you've got somebody on defense like Chris Jones, who has the second most uh, uh, pressures in the league. He's the kind of guy who could disrupt Brock Purdy. Pablo Torre, number one thing that decides this game either way. Yeah, I think it's the Chiefs' run defense. And KB just laid out how this is, in fact, the best defense of Andy Reid's tenure, by the way. Not just Steve Spagnuolo's tenure, but Andy Reid in this run with Kansas City. This is the best defense. But the thing the Niners do, what Kyle Shanahan does better than anybody else in this sport, of course, is design a run game that is meant to torture you. And so can the Kansas City defense whose biggest strength, I believe, is their secondary, their cornerbacks. Can they up the middle, figure out a way to slow down Kyle Shanahan? That's the biggest Didn't question. Kalishaw. I think KB and Pablo were close, but I really think it's the Chiefs' secondary uh, in conjunction with their pass rush. You didn't see Stephon Diggs do much for Buffalo in that game. You didn't see Baltimore's receivers do much with Lamar uh, two weeks ago. And I think they're, the job they will do against Ayuk and Samuel to keep them from just Killing them with big plays like uh, ended up happening toward the end of the Lions game. I think that's the difference for Kansas. That's the number one thing for Tim Kalishaw. I'm always worried about the number one thing. But now I want number two. Yeah. And number three, Pats to victory. All right? 49ers have two comeback wins in a row, which is something they didn't really have going into the postseason at all. If they get down again, can they do it a third time? Tim Kalishaw around the one of you. I don't think so. I think there's a big difference coming back, coming back against the Chiefs and doing it against that Lions defense that was giving up well over 300 passing yards per game down the stretch. And you have to factor in, why are the 49ers behind? Has Purdy turned the ball over? What has gone wrong to put them there? I think those things are going to make it 
very tough. I'm not saying they can't be behind by three at some point, but if they're behind by more than seven at any point, the game is probably Israel over. Gutierrez? Yeah, I think they can come back as long as the whole playbook remains in play, as long as they don't have to abandon the run game because we mentioned how important the run game is to them. And I think just if you look at the postseason, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs haven't been running away. They haven't been putting up 30 points on the scoreboard. It's been in the 20s. It's been 17 last week. So I don't think they're going to be ahead 17 and require the 49ers to have another comeback of the sort. So I think it'll be close enough where, yes, they can have the entire playbook, use the running game, and still be able to. Kevin Blackstone? Well, given that they've just come back in two games, I think they have the confidence that if, in fact, they do fall behind, they can come back. And even if you shut down their run game, they have two Swiss Army knives that they don't have to use in a run game. They can use in a short, short passing game in McCaffrey and Samuel. So I think that they are easily adjustable to whatever situation they might find Pablo themselves Torre. in. But the Chiefs are a unique threat, not just because the secondary, as we said, can stop these explosive passing uh, attacks. It's because, Tony... Patrick Mahomes on a third down is going to do something where he does a no-look. Isaiah Pacheco is going to squirt through some tiny crevice. They're going to do a screen bubble pass. It's, they have tricks. They're going to run the clock. I hear you. They, they can ball control. All right, I got X factors, and it's Mahomes. I understand that. I got Y factors. I just heard McCaffrey and Debo Samuel. Give me a Z factor, Tim Kalashaw. Another player. I mean, Super Bowl is just filled with players you maybe didn't expect making an incredible run here to really swing a game. Anybody in your mind, Tim Kalisha? Well, this, this guy's not really a sleeper, but we haven't mentioned him yet, and that's George Kittle, because a lot of games he's a blocker, and he doesn't become a focus of the passing attack. And he's got a toe injury, but we all know he's going to play, and we all know at some point he's going to have the opportunity to make some big plays and to kind of offset Kelsey in his own way. That's something the Chiefs have to Gutierrez, watch Gutierrez, a Z-factor? Who has most of the line is usually just a matter of public opinion. And to me, Kyle Shanahan has been doing this for long enough and has been getting praise for long enough that he has to close the deal, win a Super Bowl. And when you think of him, you think of one of the top two or three coaches in the league every year for the past several years. It'd be great if you think he's got the best roster that he can actually Who has done. most on the line? I like the way you, you say that. I told you I've considered banning the L word. Not love. I love that word. Not, not the TV show. I love that, too. The exalted heirloom a great player or coach leaves behind. So I ask you this Sunday, Kevin, who has the most on the line, just like Israel said? Well, since you mentioned the L, I'm going to say Lynch, as in John Lynch, because he built this team. He built this roster. And think about this, right? Went out of their way to give up everything they had in the draft closet to get Trey Lance. That turns out to be a huge dud. And then they go out and pick a quarterback with the last pick in the 2022 draft who turns out to be the star who's leading them into this game. So I think that they, they have some legacy. He oh, and there Shanahan it is. There them. it is. I told you. Pablo, who will bequeath to future generations the biggest heirloom here? It's Brock Purdy. I want to drill down right to the guy at the center of Kevin's answer, what it's really about, Tony. This guy is a human think piece. Brock Purdy, if there wasn't all of this discourse about everything else around this Super Bowl, this would be the Brock Purdy game. The game where the guy, we decide once and for all, can he actually be good enough to win a title? Once he answers that question, if he does, and I don't think he will, but if he were to, that changes the entire conversation around him. Oh, that's a well bad as phrase as well. We're in the conversation. Welcome to the conversation. Give me a horn. We're here. We've made it to the end here. As we now go to our picks. Look at these picks here. And I told you, 
There's a wave of Kansas City. Tim, you're squinting. I can see your pick. Oh, there it is there. Blackstone, I sensed it. You were the San Francisco man going all around. All right. As we look at these picks one more time, Tim Kalashaw on Usher. <laughs> on what songs do you expect? You got in trouble this week because you were, well, not belittling, but please. On Usher, go ahead, Tim. Not even belittling it. <laughs> what, you want me to give this set list? I can't give All that right. away. We'll just take a break, right? I can't give that give away. Give me play yeah. Over under point. six Taylor Swift yeah. uh, cutaways. Over under. Uh, that'll be seven All or eight. All right, we're on. Fire all next. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. College football in buy or sell in February. Fascinating week of moves. Earlier this week, we talked about Bill O'Brien, who signed on to be OC of Ohio State. A huge job. But he made it official this week, moving to Boston College to be head coach, which made an opening at Ohio State, which leads to this story. Chip Kelly stepping down as head coach at UCLA to go to offensive coordinator at Ohio State. And now we have a Big Ten rivalry brewing, UCLA and, and Ohio State in the same conference. Tim, you went to multiple colleges. I ask you, what is this move? Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, nothing wrong with changing colleges. In this case, though, I think Chip Kelly has to know the landscape. He knew what it took to try to compete in the Pac-12. Now how are they going to do that in the Big Ten? If, 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 in people's words, they don't have any NIL money, it's very hard to get coaches paid decent salaries there at UCLA. I think he saw the writing on the wall. Israel, would you rather be OC at Ohio State or head coach at UCLA? No, I think it looks like maybe 10 years ago you'd rather be the head coach at UCLA. But right now, as you figure things out, without the with the NIL money struggles that UCLA has, go to Ohio State, sort of show your chops with all these weapons that they have over there, and then potentially get another job at another place where the NIL money is just more certain for you. And I think it's kind of interesting, too, Michigan just hired Wink Martindale from the uh, – from the NFL, so you've got this uh, nightmare situation for him having to defend against Chip Kelly's offense at Ohio State. Kevin Blackstone, 
Great move for Ohio State and Ryan Day. They needed a guy who could come in there and kind of juice up their offense. Not only that, they got a they got in the portal the guy from Kansas State, Will Howard, who is a dual threat kind of quarterback, which is the exact kind of quarterback that a Cliff Kelly offense Chip needs. Chip Kelly, when of course. Needs. Yes, Chip Kelly needs when he's in college. And Pablo Torre, buy or sell this move. I think it feels like a rare bit of self-awareness almost from Chip Kelly. Chip Kelly, by the way, was probably going to be fired after this upcoming season if he stayed at UCLA. And maybe he just realized more broadly he's a better offensive coordinator than he's a head coach. The guy's a football nerd. He's a schematic innovator. No one questions these things. But the head coach as a manager of egos, that's never been Chip Kelly's strength, let's be honest about that. Right, and the position of offensive coordinator at Ohio State is a great one, which is why earlier this week some argued Bill O'Brien should Stay there over Boston College. He made the opposite decision. We'll move on. Buy or sell to the Kobe statue unveiling. Kobe picked the pose you're about to see. So if anyone has any issues with it, tough <laughs> Kobe, one of the great cursors in history as well. Did you guys know the pose? Would you have picked the pose from the 81 point game at the very end. Israel, they get this Kobe Bryant statue right. I go to you because you've got multiple statues of yourself, I believe, at home. <laughs> hey, hey, that's supposed to be personal information. Uh, look, I, I do not think of any pose in particular when it comes to the 81-point game, but it is the 81-point game, which some would argue is the single best offensive performance ever in the NBA. And, you know, kind of pointing to the heavens, I think, is a little bit of an extra element to it. But if Kobe picked it, of course, you have to go with the one Kobe chose. Kevin Blackstone? Yeah, you know, the first thing I look at now when I see these athlete statues is whether or not it looks like them. And you know what? That looks okay, like him. Yeah. Now, would I have picked one where he's pointing to the sky? No, I would have picked one where he had a basketball in his hand, scoring it, which is what he did as well as anyone we've ever seen. Pablo Torre? Yeah, the one aesthetic tweak I would give it, which does run the little risk of a little Ronaldo adjacency is, I do want a bit of a look of a snarl on his face. Kobe, as the competitor tone, the guy who had just cursed at somebody, that's the visage, the, that scowl that I want to remember when I think of one of the greatest scorers. Hey, Kalisha. I mean, I just think of Kobe as a real high energy player, whether it's on offense or defense. To have him standing still seems odd, but as, as Kevin said, if this is the one he wanted, then this is the one they should have. Buyer sell three, Timberwolves 129, Bucks 105. Another loss for Milwaukee. One in five since Doc Rivers took over. Buyer sell panic time, Kevin Blackstone. Oh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna blame these guys. I just got here. I've only been here about, but I haven't been here a month. You think I'm gonna blame Ray, getting rid of Robin Lopez? Of course not. Give us a little bit of time. Wow, I was not expecting that. The professor, KB. Pablo, how about you? As, as someone who was rooting for Doc Rivers as a Sixers apologist for years, that impression alone was deeply triggering. I do not foresee good things. Where this Is one in five too early to panic, Tim Kalashaw? No, it's not. I mean, they panicked pretty quick on Adrian Griffin. They obviously expected <laughs> results sometime soon. There's no grace period. Israel? Well, no, they were without Middleton, without Lillard. Um, you know, they built up enough of a good record there to have this struggle. They just got Patrick Beverly, so it should help out some of their perimeter defensive issues. And I think for any team or for any other team, the uh, All-Star break is coming at the perfect time for this team, and they'll probably get it. That trade came at the perfect time for Robin Lopez. Got to finish up on some reading. Did you see him? He was sitting in his seats <laughs> reading a book. 
The backstory story that. is called about screenwriters from the 1940s and 50s. So when he wins an Oscar for a screenwriting job, he has to thank the Bucks for trading him. Pablo Torre, thank you. It's a beautiful sweater. Beautiful. What you don't know is that that sweater is not just blue. It's not just turquoise. It's not just lapis. It's truly <laughs> Kyle's show's done, too. Gutierrez Blackstone. Show that next. Uh, I jumped on your line. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. NFL honors last night. Lamar Jackson's coronation. One vote shy of unanimous MVP. Anyone want to guess who got the only other first-place vote? Rockford. Josh Allen, incorrect. Josh Allen was the one he was. Finished fifth. Look at the other one. Uh, also, Miles Garrett, Defensive Player of the Year. It appears TJ Watt was not a fan of that choice. Israel, should it have been Garrett or Watt? Now, I understand the Garrett selection. He's the best player, the most dynamic player on the best defense in the league and made it what it was. But was TJ Watt actually complaining or just mentioning to people that he barely loses on a lot of these defensive player of the win uh, year things? He's done it two other times, finished second and third. He was just stating facts. Mm. Just stating facts. Oh, maybe facts, stating maybe? facts. No, I mean, you just laid it right out. I mean, come on, Miles Garrett anchored the best defense in the league. He drew a lot of double teams and made other guys be able to go out and do their thing, and I think he's deserving of the award. Maybe next time uh, maybe next time it'll go to the other guy. Showdown 2. We have a blue card experiment going on globally in soccer. Some of the lower-level leagues. You won't see it in the, the Premiership or Serie A just yet. But the blue card will be the players who get sent off for just 10 minutes now in a penalty box. So it's not a full red. It's a blue card and a penalty box, KB. Thumbs up or thumbs down? Oh, thumbs down. What are they now? A credit card company? I mean, they're going to have a gold card next? I got one of those in my wallet, a black card. I guess you get exclusive, uh, an exclusive opportunity to go to the penalty box. Stop it. Gutierrez. I'm going to thumb right in the middle because I feel like it's a bailout for the referees who don't want to have the courage to pull out a red card. But I love the idea of calling it the sin bin. I mean, they've got that one in the bag, right? If they, if they go ahead and use this. Consider yourself in the sin bin. Israel Gutierrez, we'll put you right there. Because Kevin Black has always got the face off. 
I just mentioned that I was out at the Super Bowl um, on Wednesday for one reason only, to take one of my students who led a, helped lead a student investigation into youth football um, to promo his story out there. And I want to thank at least 15 podcasts and radio stations who picked up the story and publicized this student's work. And other college students were out there as well. Fordham University, Syracuse. Thank you very much. Journalism is not dead. A lot of people in the pipeline. I think it's great. Thank you. Let's give a little shout to the student. Kevin Black is on. Let's give a little shout. Torrance Banks. There we Sampna go. Sampna Thank you. Enjoy the game. We're on a 71 and a half hour break. We'll be back Monday with everything that's everything. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.